All right, guys, how you doing tonight? Better than average. Awesome. Yep. All right, we're here with uh, Chad and Francis, and this is part two of the uh, discussion of how their 2021 season went leading up to the AG Cup and then how the actual tournament went. So, um, yeah, if you heard the first uh, first discussion about this, Francis told us all about you know how he uh, equipment selection and all that kind of stuff. So now we've got Chad, and we're going to kind of hear the other side of it, how these two made their way to and through the AG Cup. So um, how much do we want to go through that? Chad, do you want to tell us, like, give us a recap of how you approached the season? Like, we kind of heard it from Francis's perspective, but you want to kind of catch us up on how how you approached that season, if there were any the differences and similarities from what we've heard from Francis already? Yeah, so uh, I wasn't here for that that discussion. Did you guys already talk about how the AG Cup is a season within a season? And kind of talk about the dynamic there. I mean, yeah, there's certain a little bit, but we'll maybe come back to that to the extent. But yeah, just why don't you go ahead and brief it and just tell them, you know? Yeah, so the AG Cup is, is. is kind of like an aspirational match at the end of the year that is um, encompassed within the PRS Pro Series, and there's certain matches throughout the season that um, that AG Cup members compete at, and it, it costs extra money. And honestly, it's um, it's more of like you're betting on yourself. Which is a pretty oh, interesting scenario. That's right. You said there's like a buy-in, right? Like yeah, at right. the beginning of the season, you gotta like pony up quite a bit to be eligible for the AG Cup in the end. Is that right? Yeah. yeah so it's like um, I think the number is like a thousand bucks. That's like before you even start the season. Um, but then it, this kind of started as like a, a bragging challenge, like in the in the K and M clubhouse one night and. A bunch of guys were like, oh, I'll bet you I can win this match. And somebody else like, oh, yeah, I'll bet you 500. I'll bet you 1,000. Well, uh, it came down to a, a basically put your money where your mouth is scenario where you show up to these matches and they decided a price of 250 bucks. And so everybody brings 250 bucks and you throw it on the table and they divide that money to the top three or five, or six. There's a formula that however mm -hmm. many people show up. I only pay 50. Yeah, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Your sponsors pay for the rest, then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's a really cool scenario. Honestly, um, my, my philosophy with shooting, uh, with, with precision rifle shooting, I've only been doing this since 2017, but my philosophy has always been put myself in the toughest situations against the toughest competition and the toughest matches so that I can, you know, accelerate my learning curve and you know, everybody hits those hurdles. Everybody hits those learning opportunities. I just want to hit them as fast and quickly as possible. Yeah, get it over with. Yeah, get it over with. And um, I'm a person that like runs towards a challenge, not away from it. So I really want to, you know, get those exp get those experiences and um, use my natural like troubleshooting, problem solving abilities to prioritize where I want to spend my time, effort, and money. And you know, I learned pretty quickly that it's not about how much money you spend. And sometimes not even about how much time you spend. Qualitative practice is much more than quantitative practice. Yeah. Um, and or uh, the discussions that Francis and I have on a daily basis, um, challenging everything that we've experienced to try to come up with something that is simple, like something that just works. Every something time. you can execute under pressure and it's not too complicated. Yeah, like a process driven, like. I'm a manufacturing mechanical engineer is um, you know my background mechanical engineering and I'm a very process driven individual I, I, I use FMNEA to like flush out like the failure modes and the ones that can like 
hurt you the worst mm -hmm. and the ones you have the most exposure to. And so I, um, I'm constantly analyzing like, what is the biggest bang for my buck? And I don't want to spend any money. So what is my biggest, what is my biggest outcome or my biggest benefit for the least amount of either effort, time or money? And it comes down to making the fewest amount of mistakes. So we talk on that quite a bit. Uh, we also talk on uh, stuff that, um, you know, is very hypothetical in nature. And we try to come up with ways to prove that. And I mean, that's what you're all about. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not necessarily stuff that you guys are testing. It's stuff that hasn't been tested or hasn't been proven or hard. If you're hearing this recording, it's because you're listening to a free sample of a podcast from the Science of Accuracy Academy. In order to hear the full version of this podcast and many others, go to the Science of Accuracy Academy website and subscribe.